podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, my name's Kevin Graham and welcome to a Celtic State of Mind Wednesday Bolton. And today I'm joined by the two Paddies, Paddy Sinnott and Paddy, and I forgot your second name, Paddy, and that is absolutely <laughs> terrible for me. <laughs> oh, what? I should have worked that one out. Uh, Big John is about somewhere uh, and he probably will be coming back in. So I'll need to sort this out. I need to call one of his Paddy and Patrick. So... Young Paddy, you're called Patrick, and old Paddy, you're called Paddy, right? Who's that's, young that's and who's old? Go for that. That's how I'm going to work this out. And Big John's that. back. <laughs> and, and he appears. And, you all right, John? Uh, he's just put the 50 pence in his broadband. Oh, who knows? He's stealing next-door neighbour's broadband by the look at <laughs> He's frozen again. No, nah, he's not playing today. Nah, he's not playing enough. He, no. He's he's getting took off. Um, lads, I'm going to ask you a question to start off with, a strange question to start off with. But right. um, what Celtic player was in the Daily Mail celebrity gossip column today? Uh, what day is it today? This is what? Wednesday? Oh, I don't know. Current or former? Current, obviously not current, about, uh... current Celtic player. Nah, I've not. I don't know. Benjamin Seacrest. Aye, what's that all about? Then? Well, seemingly his new girlfriend is some sort of large podcaster, right? Radio host, and they met on the celebrity dating app Raya, R A Y A. Now, what the what the criteria to get on a celebrity dating app? Manages to get on a celebrity dating app. I do not know, but similarly, she asked him for an open relationship, and uh, he went no. So that was in the Daily Mail, would it? That's newsworthy, isn't it? That is. That, that's that what is so journalism. newsworthy. Aye, aye. Really, aye. really newsworthy. Obviously, I, 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 man. 
I'm just wondering. in this country's busted, isn't it? Patrick, are you on the celebrity dating app since you're a starry axel? I mean, is that what I was thinking that we could all get signed up to that as uh, famous podcasters, couldn't we? Surely that counts. I can't sign up to anything. I, I, I would be carry on, mate. We need to try that somewhere else. <laughs> I, I, I've just been I was reading it in the daily. Well, I didn't read the daily mail. It came up on my news feed. That's one thing I didn't. I didn't read. I do not read the daily mail. But Benjamin celebrity footballer Benjamin Seagrest. There you go. Oh, well. All right, I mean, that's it. That's classes. You learn something new every day. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll go with the narrative first, or do you want to go with your thoughts on the transfer window first? It's up to you. Uh, you're the chief, you're in charge, you, you decide. We'll go with the tagline. Ange nails the narrative with biggest budget, biggest fan, fan base, biggest club. Paddy, what did you think of the comments yesterday? He nailed it. Eh? He really did nail quite a, a few folk to their crosses of bugbears, eh? He didn't he half, eh? And, and, and you, you you nailed it by saying he nailed it. <laughs> and I, it's just it's just tedious, absolutely tedious, this whole budget thing. The people who have got the biggest problem with the budget in Scotland is, is the other teams. And, um, how many times have we heard fans of other clubs talk to us about, oh, you, you can't compete because you've not got a budget in Europe or not that kind of nonsense. We don't even speak about the budget in Europe. We speak about competing with the teams in the park. We compete. We talk about competing with the players against players. Martin Dales, um, who's obviously been referred to here, his comments on budget, I mean, he spoke, I wrote about this yesterday on my blog, his, his comments on the budget, he never shuts up about it. I don't know how many times I've heard him say how Celtic about 40 times his budget. It's as if he's bummed himself up for some other job that's maybe became available. Um, so I, the whole budget thing for me is nonsense. We must be the only country in Europe, the only country in the world that moan about budgets. I, I never hear anything like that in, for other teams in the English Premier League. You never hear it for French teams who, who compete against PSG. and You never hear it for anywhere in La Liga. We we are Madrid who are spending a billion euros on our stadium. I just think it's a, a nonsense. But a big Ange, as usual, took took him and fired, and he never missed. I, I think, Patrick, I understand where Martin Dale was coming from, and I'm no Martin Dale's biggest fan. And I'm sure at ten to eight the night when his goalkeeper's taking forty five seconds to take a goal kick, and that I'm going to hate them with every fibre in my being. Uh, but in this case, he done it sneakily. He done it with the Livingston like uh, channel and says, I wouldn't say this on Sky or the BBC. Knowing full well it would end up on Sky and the BBC anyway, because that's the way this that's the way this media game works now. But I can understand where he's coming. I can understand where he's coming from when he actually says it. He says hearts have got eight eight time. Uh, eight times their budget and Celtic have got nearly 40 times but we would win the pound by pound league if you'll have a look at Livingston's going now what I would say here this is <laughs> Martin Dale having a go at Celtic we were just uh, happened to be his next opponents if, they, if David Martindale was in fashion if he didn't play Martindale ball if Livingston were a good to watch he would be a shoo-in for the Aberdeen job he would be because of the job that he's actually done. I think he was just taking his bitterness out on Celtic wrongly because he's been overlooked for a number of his jobs just because he's at unfashionable Livingston. That was I don't think he was having a go at Celtic. 
Aye, it's there's a lot of angles to come at this really because you know people can complain about the money, but what is it they want Celtic to do? Do they want Celtic to give away all their money that they earn rightfully? Do you want us to just donate it to Aberdeen and St Mern and all that? You know what what is it you want us to do? Um, I think you're right. I think you know Martindale's past and the the style of football he plays at Livingston and the sort of combative nature of his his comments from time to time. I've probably ruled him out of a few jobs. Um, I mean, I think six or eight, six or seven jobs have came up since he took over as Livingston boss and done quite well uh, right from the off. Um, but, you know, you've also got um, Bill coming out with these comments saying, you know, Ange's a great manager, but, but he's, a, he's had a lot of money to spend. And you think, well, our net spend is actually pretty close to zero. It's not as if we've been given some sort of Chelsea-sized war chest. Um, we've sold assets and brought in new assets. And because of Angie's style of play, we've dominated Scottish football since, um, well, for, for the last 12 years. But since Ange came in, we've, we've been the better team and we've won more trophies. Um, and, you know, Angie's spot on, as per usual. Um, we've got the bigger stadium, we've got the better team, we win more trophies um, and for that we get more money It's, it's always been the case Paddy eh? I, mean, let's, let's have a, I mean I do disagree with you slightly, I've, I listen to quite a lot of Radio 5 Live and you do hear some managers in the English Premier League talking about the top six monopoly and teams that are owned by uh, oil states and countries and royal families and stuff like that um, and you do you do hear it when you go to the Champions League I think you hear about budgets more and more often it's the way it's the way football's always been there's always been big fish and there's always been wee fish and Celtic are a massive fish in a small pond but I'm, 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 I've said this before on the podcast even if you split the television money like the television money equally over the top 12 fight. 12 flight clubs that's quite difficult to say um, Celtic would still be the biggest country, the biggest club in the country because of the fan base yeah. so if they split if they split every revenue that came into Scottish football apart from gate receipts equally Celtic would still have the biggest budget just because we are the biggest club and that's no and you have to spend that money wisely Paddy don't you aye, aye. I mean how many times have we seen Probably in our, our recent past, where we've spent big money, but we've not brought in any real quality. The difference with Ange is he's, he's not exactly spending big money, though, is he? He's, he's spending a couple of million pounds. I think the most he spent was four and a half on, on Kyogo, um, four and a half on Carol Starfield, and then you had a six million for Jota and CCV. So he's not exactly busting any, 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 or busting the bank. Um, and every, every single signing he's got, he's nailed it. And when you look at the kind of the lower end of the scale with the signings, a million pound for Maida, um, and a million pound for Joe Hart. He's getting value for that money as well. Um, so I, I, I'm just fed up here, and, and, and I'll, well, I'll disagree with you as well. <laughs> as Martindale That's does, what we're here for. Uh, Martindale, Martindale, whenever he comes um, and faces Celtic, always talks about budgets. He always this this line always comes up, and it, it just seems to be convenient. He done it. Um, the last time we faced him, he's done it again today, and I, I'm just getting tired. I'm getting bored of this whole thing about Ange only being successful because his budget. He's not successful because his budget's successful. He's a bloody good manager. 
what, I, what I would say, young Patrick, as you're now christened, um, <laughs> what I would actually say is, when you look at our rivals, I remember sitting in a meeting, right, with Peter Wall, it was an affiliation meeting, there was a hundred guys here, so I'm not talking out of turn, there's no secret documents were signed or anything like that to say that we couldn't You're talk not in the know, Kevin, no. What's that? You're not in the know? No, anyway, no, I've got a restraining <laughs> order now, which stops me getting anywhere near the custard creams in the boardroom and anywhere near uh, the ticket office. But that's that's a, that's, a, that's for another podcast. <laughs> I could have a complete another podcast if I wanted to talk about that. Uh, anyway, in that meeting, when Rangers were liquidated, Peter Wall says in that meeting, and I've said this before in this podcast, that they'll come back they will come back just due to the financial size. That's it. He says they were too big to fail, really, basically, on the way back. They've got too big a fan base. There'd be too big a, uh, like, there'd be, there'd be too big a support for them not to get back to where they were. That was his exact words, where they were. I thought we could have, I, I thought we could have buried them, but there we go. It's no good for business if we didn't bury them. I think we were told that as well at, at one of these meetings. That might have been a secret of one, right enough. But anyway, he says that. But you look at you look at you look at Rangers, right? They won the league, young Patrick, with a wage ball, the same as Celtics. At that point, the biggest difference was they had a hundred million pounds worth of loans to get to that wage ball because their turnover wasn't matching the. They're outgoing, so they have to borrow, borrow, and borrow in time again. And while I can sit here and I've moaned about Celtic time and time again, no pushing the boat out for Europe, we didn't spend money that we haven't got, eh? No, that's exactly it. We've always balanced the boots. I think, what was it, a £100,000 loss or something after the COVID season? And apart from that, every season we've turned a profit. We've always, we've always been financially sensible. And you know, there's been a few there's a, a few comments in saying, you know, money's no guarantee of success either. You look at Man United and Man City, I think over the last five or seven years, Man United have spent a lot more than Man City, but it, it get nothing to show for it. Um, you look at, you know, the difference between Hearts and Aberdeen, relatively similar size clubs. Hearts have been in um, the second division twice in the last 10 years, came back up and are now flying in third, uh, playing European group stage games, whereas Aberdeen have been a bit of a mess the last three seasons. I mean, there were there were seasons where Hearts were in the, in the relegation zone or in the second division, and Aberdeen were finishing second quite consistently, and Hearts would probably get slightly more money. Um, so it just goes to show you the difference. It's it's the way clubs are run as well. It's not just a money, money is a guarantee of success. You've seen the 90s and the 2000s, um, you know, Rangers using all sorts of different mechanisms in order to spend more money than Celtic, and Celtic actually won more trophies than them in the 2000s. Um, so money's no guarantee of success. We do have a financial advantage, um, but, you know, there's not a lot we can do about that. We just beat what's put in front of us, and um, Angie's, Angie's spot on with his comments. It is an earned financial advantage. And it's a financial advantage. It means nothing on a stage where I want success party, which is Europe, because then we've got to actually go, right, we need to find a way to compete with these teams that have got a larger financial like, financial advantage in us. But 
there's one thing I didn't like, and I, I didn't like any Celtic man, any Celtic fan, any Celtic manager using it as an excuse. No. It's the same. No. I, 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 I didn't want to break... He, he, there is an old saying that you pee with a winky that you've got, and, that's, <laughs> and you've got to make the best there. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm screwed then, aren't I? Um, no, but that, that's the thing, though. And that's never, the only fans page again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get that set up soon. <laughs> but and just never, never, ever commented on any any budget. Like I said at the start, he, even in Europe, not once did he mention anything about nobody able to compete because of the budget. It was only one team that did that, and look how that ended up for them. And just still a belief on our, our side that we can compete, and in some levels, I suppose we. We kind of did, although the points tally doesn't kind of quite match up. But on the pitch, we acquitted ourselves well um, when you look at the teams we're up against. So, aye, the, the budget thing. Um... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. I think we should we, we just need to put that to bed and, and, and leave it where it should be. I don't even know why it's a discussion point. Um, there was no discussion when... In the nineties, when we were we were gubbed in the doldrums, and there was no budget talk at that time either. When our team was was winning everything in, in, in sundry, so me, me and you're old enough. Sorry, mate. Me, me and you're old enough, Paddy, to remember the Daily Record back page, which had Rangers had one team for domestic football and one team for European football, and they were absolutely boasting about the amount of money. The media was boasting about the amount of money that Rangers had. And now it seems like it's used as a used as a stick to beat us. Danielle brings in a great point here. Uh, I'd have more respect for Martindale if he didn't go on about it every time we played him. I can't remember him going on about it when we couldn't buy a one against him. Yeah, that's that's spot on. That is true. I can never remember him mentioning it when we when when we were couldn't beat him. And it's Man. horrible, it's horrible games of football against Livingston. But I can get where the underwater cabbage salesman's coming from here. Martindale's bringing up budgets to highlight his relative success as, as Livingston. I think you'd be, I think you'd be a really, really stubborn man and a really blind man, young Patrick, to actually say that Martindale hasn't been a success at Livingston compared to what he's got. Man. And I think he's maybe got a bit of jealousy of Callum Davison as well. The plaudits that Davison got when he won the two cups and St Johnson. I've got a smaller budget in Livingston, I would say. I would, I would actually, I would, I'd like to compare the two teams' budgets. Aye, uh, it's probably, there's probably not a lot in it. Um, I, I think, again, that just, it's it's to do with Martindale's character and background, I think, the reason he's not getting those plaudits. I mean, he has got plaudits. He's, he's praised constantly every time he gets a big result against either Celtic or Rangers, and he's got quite a few of them. Um, he's obviously in the top half of the table. Uh, most of the time with Livingston it's a tough place to go a lot of that's down to the the, the uh, Astrid Tough Park but um, I, t- to be fair to Livingston they're actually a team who have you know they, they sell tickets to something like 7,000 Celtic fans 
so to have him complaining about money, it is it, it it comes with more authenticity in my opinion because when you have teams like Motherwell who complain about money but will rather have half the stadium lying empty. I don't know how you two feel about that, but I, I just think it's complete hypocrisy when you're not selling as many tickets as what you could sell and then to complain about a financial disadvantage, I think um I totally hypocritical. So Martin Dale's he's got more authenticity than, than other clubs in my opinion. But um I think your your spot on Kevin, you know, his his background and just the, the the comments he comes out with in the media at times I think has probably held him back in getting other jobs. It, it, it probably has, eh? But then, then again, you see, football's a place where the most heinous people seem to get redemption. Um, and, and I'm not calling Martindale a heinous person, um, but there has been certain players down in England and up here who have done heinous things, but it's all been forgotten about when they've started banging in goals or having good performances and all of that. And, I, and I'm not even I'm not even counting this person when I actually say this. This is probably a bad comparison, but Malky Mackay has been redeemed from what, what he did at Cardiff, and now he's been linked with the Aberdeen job. So surely that redemption could sit with Martindale as well, Paddy. Aye. Um, is that not just being hypocritical? Is that not just being a hypocrite that you're wanting, if one's getting linked with a big job while the other one isn't it, where they've both done wrongs previously? Aye, I suppose it is, but then I suppose it depends on the nature of what they've done wrong. Um, but I don't think Martin Dale's not getting a job because of that. I just think Martin Dale, like you said at the start, is not getting a job because the way he sets his team up, his team are notoriously difficult to break down but murder to watch um, I mean we, we I think we spoke about this in the podcast a few weeks ago the way they set up was two blanket banks of five and seemed to be no striker the striker just seems to sit um, in front of the two fives and it's you're, you're defeated sorry blanket fives you know what I mean two, two, two blankets of five and, and you're no you're trying to break down um, a sturdy defence but I, I think that's the reason why he's not getting that a job in one of the big clubs because of the style of football. I don't think it's got anything to do with his past because he's clearly been um, accepted um, or he's, he's clearly been accepted or his redemption has been accepted because he's got the job of Livingston and the plaudits he's getting for doing that job. Um, but aye, that, that's my thoughts on that. We'll move on. We'll be talking about Livingston later on. EW comes in to say I should be cancelled. I didn't Ken. I don't know why. Can, can you... Can you alleviate that, please? Thanks. Um, and I'll maybe consider it. Uh, George Kidd, we should really donate 10,000 fans to Livingston to balance things out. Thomas Connolly, St Johnson didn't have a big budget to win more trophies in one year than Stephen Gerrard did in his four years. I will say it till I'm green in the face Stephen Gerrard is a fraud as a manager and always will be. Uh, Ridiculiser. Funny to see socialist values dropped when it comes to being a big fish in a, bit, in a big pond. We've discussed this plenty of times here. I would love to see prize money and the TV money equally distributed, but my point still stands. Celtic would still be the biggest club. I mean, yep. us losing the minuscule TV money that we actually get wouldn't make that much of a difference to us. No, so not, it would make a too, massive no. difference to the teams down the bottom, but it wouldn't make any difference to us. So I would love to see a fairer distribution of cash in the Scottish League. Uh, I've, I've always said that. 
Alan money as well. We should get. We should be looking to push a better TV deal, but the people up here can't seem to be able to um, do that either. I mean, I didn't understand why you won the league. You get more money mm-hmm. for the TV deal. That just seems bizarre. No, there's twelve teams in that competition. The twelve teams should all get the same money, in my opinion. That's it's probably because we're on TV more, though, isn't it? Uh, Alan Woods, yep, during the other mobs nine in a row, they, their borrow money was never spoken of, and IH decorating. There was barely a mention of budget when Sunnis and Smith bought nine in a row. Now it's a hot topic. Yeah. So it was a hot topic when they want it to be. Uh, right, transfer one day, young Patrick, you happy? Deleted, yeah. It's, you know, it's good to get your business done early. That's, I think it's the fourth window, well, not the fourth, third, third window now. That we've got our business done early. Um, you know, Ange, I think, was speaking back in November before the World Cup saying he's actually, you know, got all his ducks in a row. It's just about executing it and he's actually looking towards the summer. And, you know, we, we missed out on Cho, but um, obviously we got Owen, who Ange seems a big fan of. I think he's younger as well. He's only 21. Um, and, you know, the, the, you know, the famous YouTube clips make him look like a world class player. So, if he's anything like his YouTube clips, I think we're on to a great player. Um, Awata, I think he only, he's only came on for 20 minutes. I think I've, well, I've only seen him for about 20 minutes. Um, he looked good in those 20 minutes, but, you know, obviously our, our hit rate with Japan, apart from Adaguchi, has been, been pretty good. So quite happy with the business. Um, shifted uh, Abelgard. Uh, get money for Juranovic, replaced him with Johnston, so I'm quite happy. I think Johnston looks a great player, actually. Um, bit limited going forward so far, but defensively, he's an absolutely brilliant defender, in my opinion. What I would say about Johnston is, I get that he looks a decent player, but I think I can still see that there's plenty for him to learn in an Ange Postacoglu style. Uh, I, I haven't went over the top and I never would go over the top. Those who listen to a Wednesday quite often know I didn't go over the top of my praise of players. But I, I still think he's got a lot to learn. And I probably agree with Lawrence yesterday that if Ralston was fit, I don't think we would have seen as much of Alistair Johnson just because he's just settling in. And you can actually see that he's settling on young Patrick, eh? Aye, aye, definitely. I mean, he's, he's still a young guy. I think he's, what, 23, 24 maybe just a year older than me, so to move. I know he's always wanted a move to Europe. You know, I think every player that doesn't play in Europe wants a move to Europe. You know, Bernabe spoke about that as well. And, you know, look at the trouble he got himself in the first month or two. So, uh, it's, it's it's all about settling in. You know, Yakimakis, he took some time before he, he got into the team. Um, it's, you know, there's, there's, there's personal lives behind these guys, you know, the, the 90 minutes that they play every three days and you got to be conscious of that. And, you know, hopefully once everyone's settled. I mean, they'll all have similar experiences as well. I mean, you're talking about five or six guys who have come from Asia. Um, you've got two guys who've came from the Americas. You've got guys who have came from all over Europe. So they can all help each other settle in and it seems to be quite a good group. So, um Hopefully in a, in a few months when he's been training with Ange uh, and the rest of the squad, both personally and at a, a sort of football level, it'll be it'll be good to go. K Matsu says he's a really smart kid. I think he'll pick up Ange ball soon enough. John, your wares, you okay? How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I hope the speaker's okay. I had to switch to the phone. 
my computer is about 170 in dog years, uh, and I, I refuse to get it changed over because there's so much on it I need to move across. Uh, but yeah, I think it, it might be reaching terminal decline at this stage. So, John, I uh, asked, asked young Patrick the question, as we've christened young Patrick, because we've got two paddies on the on the show today. He <laughs> uh, asked young Patrick the question, was he happy with the transfer window? I still find it strange that I haven't woke up this morning to find out we've signed Colin Kazim Richards on loan at <laughs> the end of the season. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's so good to have this change, isn't it? Because everyone, I mean, I've said before, doesn't matter whether a sign is good, bad, or indifferent, and as much as, you know, the, the actual structure of how we do things is so much better. It's just fantastic. You know, yeah, the business is done early. So apparently you don't have to wait until the last second. Apparently you don't have to try and, you know, uh, squeeze a bargain basement price out of someone, uh, you know, for just, and some random player as well. Apparently all of this can be done as a big club should do it. So, you know, we got four players in, uh, all of whom are basically starting uh, or contributing now. And as I think as myself and Paddy said last week, you definitely see them starting. Uh, you definitely see them contributing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, not, I'm not walking that back at all. Uh, <laughs> no, nobody said the word project. Uh, so yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's, that's been erased from history. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, the fact he came on, I, like I, I knew, uh, you know, sort of as soon as we did the podcast afterwards, there was people contacting me and saying that Ange is like, you know, a kid at Christmas with a sign in this point. So we're definitely going to see him. So I knew I should have started walking it back at that point. Um, <laughs> but I, I did think he was going to take longer to bed in. Unlike uh, Young Patrick, I, I did see the YouTube clips and I didn't think he looked a world-class player at all. Um, I thought he looked as if he had a, a fair way to go. Um, so still, uh, I, I think like, we, we can't judge him on eight minutes against Dundee United. No, no, no we can't. Judge. Uh, the only thing I judged for the eight yeah. minutes uh, for Dundee United was he's a big he's a big unit and he can and he's a bit mobile. Well, what, what I would say is what he, what he doesn't look aspect, like, like a puppy with two tails. Yeah, <laughs> what he doesn't look like is uh, an empty jersey outside the box, which is essentially what uh, Jackie Marcus was a lot of the time uh, because he couldn't contribute anything to the build-up play, uh, and what he did contribute was usually pretty poor. So. Uh, the young fella, no, you couldn't make any decisions on him, but obviously if Ange is that happy with him and he's that happy to throw him in, you know, I, I'm not going to disagree with the man until we've seen him missing sitters in front of goal. Uh, and he didn't really get in front of the goal. He, he, for, for someone who was actually a left-sided player initially uh, and then moved into the centre, is it just my imagination or did he spend a lot of time on the right-hand side uh, against Dundee United? It was a bit odd. You know, I didn't really see him getting between the sticks. Um, so, uh, but he did put a, a great cross in at the end. But as you say, it's far too early to say one way or the other. But, you know, the fact that Ange is happy with him means, you know, effectively, I, I'm happy with him. If, he, if he's that happy with him, he's going to put him straight in. I think that's Paddy. a fantastic sign for the fella. Paddy, Ange was over the moon. Wait, mm -hmm. oh. And it was something that kind of took me by surprise as well after we were on on Wednesday and you saw Ange's 
saying we have been chasing him for September and it didn't look like he was going to uh, it didn't look like it was going to hurt him and and he was disappointed and they had maybe moved on and for me I think when I looked at it, I, I, the the guy Cho uh, everybody thought that was like the first target but the way and sold us I'm not going to say sold it because he could have been taking the mic out as he as if this guy was always the first target and Cho was a backup and when it looked like it wasn't going to harm they then they moved on to Cho but is that the happiest Poster Coglu's ever been when he signed somebody Dave like oh possibly I I mean we, we, we sat and as John said in the show on Wednesday and, and, and we were well, I suppose kind of slaughtered for, after the show for our comments and for being too negative about it all. Um, but it's amazing how that kind of played out. It was Cho who was going to be, who was played out in the media as the number one target, wasn't it? And I think obviously because of his performances in the World Cup, but then when you see Angie's reaction when O was signed, how wrong were we um, when he was put in against Dundee United? Um, but I thought he looked good when he came on. Um, we said last week that he looked a big, Brought a boy, good build on him. Um, he was very nimble. He was everywhere, um, and I, I thought it looked, uh, for his, for whatever ten minutes he was on the park, I thought he did really well. He equipped himself really well. Um, I'm very keen, but I, I think I think for mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Angie's reaction just tells us why he's the Celtic manager and we are sitting here with a laptop on talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it does that. I mean, I mean the, the question always comes out of a transfer window and it's always a question that I find is a bit weird. Are you stronger or weaker when you come out of a transfer window? Um, it's something that can he be... It can't be measured until the end of the season if your transfer window was good or bad. But we're going we're going to ask it anyway. Beach boys, I'm going to come to old party first. Uh, we have lost <laughs> quality and experience in in, in JJ James and Yakamakis. Even though the Yakamakis deal doesn't seem to have been confirmed yet, he was seen on a he was seen at Glasgow Airport leaving last night. Yeah, and replaced with unknown, untested, inexperienced young. Asian players, how people insist we are stronger is beyond me. Paddy, old Paddy, you go first on that. The the only part of that I would probably agree with about saying that inexperienced Asian players would be maybe um, O. He's probably the most inexperienced um, out of them. Awata, I I, I might be right in saying he was the the MVP in the J-League last year. So yeah. that tells me he's not got any inexperience. That tells me this boy's a player. Um, so I, I I do agree that we've lost that experience at JJ um, on the right-hand side. But look at Johnston. Johnston's come in and done a job. The only thing I would say he needs to improve on is his final ball. Um, 
he's 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 got an engine. That boy can run. You saw Ibrox how he gets up doing that right flank. He just doesn't stop. Um, but I, time will tell for stronger. I certainly don't think we're weaker. I, I don't think we're weaker. But time will tell if we're stronger. Um, and, but when you look at the bench, saying a good team is a, is a, is a strength of the bench, isn't it? And when you look at the bench, can you say, can, does anybody that comes off that bench make the starting lineup weaker? I would say no. Aye, uh, there was a there was a tweet for a Dundee United fan. I'll come to John with us. There was a tweet for a Dundee United fan on that I saw during the, during the week, and he says, "Oh, Celtic burned ten million pounds worth of talent off the bench." And I thought to myself, I was like, "Well, you've brought three players for your youth academy off the bench. That's something to be really proud of as well. That you've got a youth academy coming through. And one of them was just he was turning seventeen on Friday, so he was a sixteen-year-old. Eh? Our bench." has been refreshed, John, after this window, eh? There's some players who are still on the books, but won't even get anywhere near the bench now because of the guys that have been brought in. Well, there's a, you know, again, whether it's stronger or weaker is relative, as you say. I mean, you know, we've got Kobayashi, who looks a very good player. We've got Jens out the door. Uh, Kobayashi's a young man with a lot of potential. So, you know, when exactly? Because we've signing potential, always potential. So, you know, um, how good these guys can be is relative. Like Jackie Marcus wasn't going to get any better. JJ wasn't going to get any better. You know, they, they were already having their Indian summers in their careers. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously our, um, our budget and our assets relative to most of the rest of the league are vast. Um, but again, you know, that that's not really where we are setting our benchmarks. So... You know, I would say that if does anyone come off and make the team weaker, uh, I would say for me, probably only really in one position, and that would be Vernave. Um, and because uh, I, I just wouldn't trust him in a big game at the moment. I don't think if you asked anyone in the comments, you know, if we were playing a big European game tomorrow and he was your starter, would you be happy with that? Yeah, I think the answer is likely not really. You know, it doesn't mean he's a bad player. I'm just saying, at the moment, you wouldn't trust him. But this thing with the squad is, and as I was talking about this earlier on, the issue we have is, when we've scored about Bernabe before, um, you know, uh, and this applies to a lot of players on the fringes, that we've spoken about Bernabe before, and you're like, his defensive abilities will come. That will come in time. That will come as he develops. How? How's it going to come? Because when's he going to play? When's he going to start? How's he going to develop? You know, so unless unless it's coming in training, unless it's happening in training, you know, um, a deficit like that, you know, is it, going to be difficult to, to make up. Um, you know, uh, and, and it's really, there's a lot of guys just on the fringes as well who are, I would say are closer than Bernabe as you trust them and all the rest of it. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, how's Turnbull going to develop? You know, uh, how, how are you going to see even like, you know, Hans Abanovich and guys like that, how, how are they going to get better? Um, because there's a, there's a real struggle here for town. Guess what I'm going to say there, John? I'm going to say that these guys are going to get games because of the intensity yeah. that we play. And also, young, young Patrick, the intensity of training. We didn't see what they do in training, right? But they seem to learn the system during, train, during the training. The, the, the set or untraining period, eh? and that's something that Poster Coglu says quite a lot. That 
the training's sometimes more intense than the games while they try to get into the system, eh? I, I don't doubt it. You know, um, a, a lot of people in the, from the Invincible squad have said that the training just went up a level when, when Rogers came in. I've got no doubt that it, the same happened when Ange came in 18 months ago. I mean, if you cast your mind back to September last year, just how many injuries we had uh, two months into playing Angie's style of football, it was it was ridiculous. We thought something was going wrong, that all these guys were going down with injuries. Um, and it's, I, personally, I think it was down to the, the intensity of the training. Um, he's obviously making full use of the five subs almost every game. He's quite the big fan of the triple substitution just after they were Mark. Um, so I think I think all these guys will get time, but you know, as John's saying, are they going to get enough time to develop as a footballer? Is Burnaby coming on for 20 minutes, 25 minutes against St Murn at home every week enough time to, enough time for him to develop? Um, or will he have to make that big leap in training, as you're saying, Kevin? Um, I, I, I quite like him going forward, but I, I agree with your point that defensively I think he's a bit of a He's not as good as Taylor anyway. I would worry about him in, in big games and in European games uh, for sure. Um, but I think he's, he, I think he's a good player going forward. Uh, Bernabe. Barry McCormick comes in, old Paddy. The Korean football experts they had on sixty-seven Hail Hail say it's very difficult to make Euro transfers with Korean clubs, as you either need to deal with large corporations or community boards. And Jason Lee comes and says, "I'm a bit shocked. Gucci didn't move." Yeah, we, we know we, we know we know nothing about the workings of football deals. We, we know absolutely know nothing about the workings of football deals, the ins and outs, and stuff like that. It doesn't matter how many articles you read on the Athletic, it try to tell you. You didn't actually can. But if nobody wants a player, it's hard to move on. Eh? It's hard to move them on. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, you've got guys like there. Sorry, Perry. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. I was going to say, well, you've got uh, the likes of McCarthy. I mean, realistically, who's going to take him? Uh, you know, and if anyone's going to take him, they're going to take him on a pay-for-play. And if he was getting paid on a pay-for-play, it'd be on less than minimum wage. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be a struggle. Uh, you know, he, he'll, I reckon McCarthy will be drawing his pension before he leaves us. Um, but... You know, it's it's a difficult one because you know you you have to see what the market is. We made a mistake there with that. You know, that's our bottom line. That contract should never have been given. Uh, but we were desperate at the time for bodies, and desperation, you know, leads to uh, mistakes, and that was a mistake. Um, but you know, and, and that's the same across the board. Iriguchi, uh, I'm surprised Iriguchi didn't go uh, and Abel Garves away, which is fair enough. I think you know those are the three main ones. But even with those guys out, you know, I, I think we have like seven, eight, nine people competing for midfield positions. You know, we have a massive, massive surplus of midfielders. Um, so you, you know, and you know, we're short in other areas like well, you know, left back. But again, that, that's another problem. I'm saying that I wouldn't trust Werner uh, being a big game at the moment. But the other problem is, you know, what do you do? You, you bring in someone that you would have to get short of them because we can't have three fantastic left-backs sitting about because you've got the same problem when one getting game time. So it's a real issue. You can't have... It's very difficult to have like your starter and your reserve basically at exactly the same level. They're not going to be. That's just not realistic, especially that's, for us. You know? That's the same when everybody was shouting, like, even though Yakamakis has no signed a deal yet, uh, 
old paddy. Even though Yakamakis had no signed a, no signed a deal yet, it'd be very difficult to bring in someday. Everybody was going. We need to sign another striker, but it's going to be very difficult to bring in a striker when you play, bring in a striker at the level that we're looking at to bring. Go by the way, you've got to be fourth choice. Uh, you, 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 there's a hierarchy in these strikers, by the way, at the moment. Uh, Kyogo's at the top, unless, as I says last week, the guy that you're bringing in is better than Kyogo. That's definitely going to be an issue for us because any striker that's linked to a club knows that Kyogo is the main man. So it's whether they want to decide if they are good enough to challenge him for the for the starting position, um, or if they're just willing to come and sign a deal and sit on the bench and hopefully take their chance when they get it. And I think that that could be an issue for us moving forward. Um, I was saying yesterday we should have took a punt on bringing back Musa Dembele, um, and so some for that kind of money for two point six million pound, why not? Now he's going to run his contract; he'll be free in the summer. No, no wages, and that would be an issue. Um, but the big man loves the club, didn't he? Could he be tempted to come to, to, come to us uh, on a free transfer? Do well for a season, two seasons, sell him again for another £20 million. He's only 26-year-old. Uh, that would be that would be interesting. Um, but I, I think that's something that, might, that, that could hamper us in the future, but bringing in a good striker is they know they're going to play second fiddle behind Kyogo. They're not going to get the, the, the top billing. Um, so uh, I think that will be an issue. Uh, a couple of things before I go back to the Dembele, the Dembele stuff that I've got young Patrick with the Dembele stuff. DSAA has obviously been sniffing marker pens. Bolly was better than Bernabe. Callum <laughs> uh, <laughs> McGregor was better than Bernabe. Uh, was better than Bolly at left back. And I think even I'm trying to think back to some terrible. Lee Martin was better than Bollett like left back. I like Lee Martin as a player, actually. I thought he was quite decent. Patrick McLaughlin comes in and says, wouldn't they be too shocked to see Bernabe start tonight with Taylor just coming back? Pegley. I thought Taylor was a wee bit loose on, on Sunday. If I was being kind, if I was actually be, being kind, I think he was loose. I think he showed a bit rustiness. But the guy's my player of the year so far. So uh, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to let him off. Uh, whose news Idiguchi can still move to Japan outside the window so the Japanese window shuts on the 26th of February so Idiguchi might still get his move at the moment and Francis McDonald you could also be a convicted drug dealer with a laptop talking about Celtic it was somebody else's jacket mate and the police accepted that okay Paddy young Patrick would you take uh, uh, Dembele back at Celtic Aye, definitely. I I just don't think it's going to happen. You know, I think McGregor's on uh, around 30 grand a year and he's 30 grand a year. I think it's uh, 30 grand a week. <laughs> uh, 30 grand a week and you probably can't... You probably pay Dembele the same. I don't think you can pay him any more. Um, I think that's a bit disrespectful. Um, and, you know, I think someone's come in the comments there saying that he's not back over 50 grand a week at Leon. So he can get away. So I think he probably he's probably got his eyes set in the Premier League. I think every player does nowadays. Um, the amount of money that you know they're paying for players and they're paying two players for wages. Um, you know, forty million for Anthony Gordon from Everton. It just it's absolutely mental what's going on. And uh, I think you know Edward said it was always his dream to play play in the Premier League, even if he's playing for mid-table team like Crystal Palace. I think that's what Dembele's headed for. Um, obviously I'd love him back great player 
a great goal scoring record of the club. I personally love his Twitter account, even if he doesn't run it. Um, <laughs> but just don't think it's going to happen. I think it's too good to be true. John, for me, Dembele's career sort of stalled. There's been a couple of bad moves. He hasn't really, he hasn't really like. Uh, I mean, he hasn't really jogged on the way I thought he would have done and leapt on. I mean, I, I, I say when he left that I reckon he would have a Champions League winner's medal by the time he finishes his career. He's still a young lad. He's still only twenty six, but his next move needs to be a good one, eh? And I, well, I, I don't think, and, I, and I don't think that we are that move. No, I, I, he hasn't set the header on fire the way you would have expected um, because he was a sensational player. He was just, he was so good. Um, I, I just loved watching him. Um, <laughs> and he, he, that strength and the, the finishing ability and just the technique, uh, it was just wonderful, wonderful to watch. You know, I, I'm just glad we had him for a while. Um, but again, as you're saying there, I mean, if he's not that, you know, Grand a week. So, you know, the best we can do is probably 33. You know, I think Jota's our top player. I think he's maybe in about 33 grand. Um, so if you match that or even get close to that, and even if you put this, the, the, let's assume you would have paid five or six million for him uh, or thereabouts, uh, or we would have done anyway, because that's round about our maximum. So even if you add that money in to the 30 grand a week, you're still not going to get close to what someone in the, the Premier League or um, one of the other uh, top leagues are going to give them, I don't think. Um, you know, a proven striker, whether stalled or not, is, is going to attract uh, a pretty decent pay packet. Uh, and, the, you know, and again, unfortunately, we are not um, we are, we are not partaking of all this insane money, uh, you know, uh, and we are still getting, I think, low market value for our guys, but you know, we've discussed these particular two boys that are out the door and, and why that may be. But, look, you know, for us, I think the best thing we can say, uh, you know, financially speaking, in this particular transfer window, I think we've just about broken even on it. Uh, I, you know, if you look at what we got for JJ, you met that um, down. Uh, and, you know, I'm not really adding in the add-ons because add-ons, are, I mean, the boy could be injured tomorrow and never play again. So um, if, you, if you look at just the straight fees. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, direct to consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Uh, We'll just about, I think, uh, maybe break even out of that in terms of what we've spent as well. So, you know, we have to be cognizant of that. And, and that way, are we stronger? Uh, you know, have we invested wisely? Uh, so yes, is the answer to that. Because we now have 
much younger guys with much more potential, much more resale value, much more football value for us um, and the team, uh, you know, than the guys have, have, have gone out the door. So, you know, uh, is it like you can't sit here and say definitively uh, because we still have to see because of so much potential there, but we can't say definitively it was like a stellar transfer window. But if you look at the profile of Kobayashi, looks a real, real quality player potentially. Iwata, um, I mean, Japanese player of the year. Uh, Andy Johnson, Canadian international, very, very solid player, different kind of player. But very interestingly, just say on him, uh, I was watching uh, Alan Morrison yesterday. It was very interesting what he said because the eye test for me was he doesn't look as if he's great going forward. Uh, but apparently, the stats are different. Um, the, the packing score is different. So, you know, when he's making or receiving passes that are taking out the maximum number of, you know, uh, opposition players, uh, his stats are extremely high. And his defensive stats profile as a right-sided sort of centre-half. So, you know, potentially, you know, Alan Morrison described him as very, very interesting. And one to keep an eye on and looks, you know, really good. You know, and that, I'm always interested in stuff like that. Because that doesn't really tally with what I was thinking about him. I just thought, you know, he needed to work on going forward a bit more. But, I mean, if you take, you know, if you take O as well, you know, we haven't seen enough of him to know. But just... You know, what I, what I saw of him there, and it's very difficult to tell because you didn't see him get a strike on goal, uh, really. But it, it, he, he looked a, you know, he, he looked a real interesting character. And the one thing he doesn't do, uh, unlike Big Gigi does, he doesn't just fall over as soon as someone breathes on him. Do you know what I mean? So he, he was digging in and fighting for the ball. Um, so all in all, when you look at what's going out, um, Right now, right this second, you can't say, but in terms of potential, in terms of, you know, the future, it looks like it could be a great window. And we could be looking back at this going forward and saying, what a window that was. Oh, old, old Paddy, that, that's uh, what I kind of noticed. I said to my dad when I was watching the Dundee Wright game and Kyogo shut down the goalkeeper, I went, I'm not even impressed with that anymore because that is just what we do. <laughs> and it's, it's like, remember the first time you saw it, you were like that, oh, wow. wow. Did you see that? And now you've just got used to it. That's what actually happens. And yeah. when all done it, we didn't close down the goalkeeper, but he shut down a guy very, very quickly. You go, well, that's what we expect our strikers to actually do now. So we yeah. weren't that impressed with it, which is a mad, mad thing to say. I, I think that kind of that kind of work ethic is just now instilled in the whole team, isn't it? Just chase everything, don't let anything go. It was great to see, um, like I say, Oh, making his debut um, on Sunday. What time will tell with him? Um, but as John says, in terms of potential, he, he looked tasty when he came on. Um, might get accused of now being too positive and over the top now, John, rather than being <laughs> negative like the way last week. <laughs> but um, but I, like I said last week, I, I hope he comes in and, 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 he, and he does the job that we expect. And obviously difficult to tell in that only 10 minutes that we saw him. But I, he, looks, he looks an impressive, an impressive bit of business. We've got a game against we've got a game against Livingston tonight, and um, it's another one. We just seem to be t- ticking these games off, young Paddy. We, and we, 
there's three games a week for the next couple of weeks as well. So the squad's going to get rotated. Uh, John Francis comes in and says, Angie's mentioned a few times about the time he gets with the players in training. It's pivotal to help implement his style of play. We Bernie will improve when we, we more work on the training field. I think this, I think that's the same with Alistair Johnson as well. They will improve with more time on the training field because as we're currently playing three games a week, it's recovery plan for the next game and there's no really a much time to actually build that uh, mind muscle on it. Uh, I'm going to come to this one and ask everybody first. Nobody on the channel or in the chat wouldn't move jobs for four times the money that they're on. They're talking about Dembele. I can really, really say that I wouldn't sign for heart and hand for four times the money that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely no. I can put that, I can put that rumour to bed. Uh, uh, well, four, four times zero equals zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Henrik McLarson, Taylor had a bit of a mare, Kevin. Loose passing, lack of ball retention. If that had been Bernabe, he would have been crucified for that performance. Puts Bernabe's situation in perspective. I'm on that bus, young Patrick. I'm on that bus. I think Taylor should sign their rust. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me tonight if Bernabe started at left back because Taylor is just coming back for injury. I'd agree with you. Um, you know, Ange likes to, to rotate a wee bit and I agree with you. I think, especially first half, I think he was quite poor. Gave the ball away quite a lot. Um, obviously, it's, it's his first game since, you know, the, the wee fat boy clip that went semi-viral in the 2nd of January. So, um, what was that? 29 days or something? 29 days of a gap. So, um, it's, it's to be expected, but uh, I, I could see Bernabe starting. Um, and just on that point, I think you know. I'm assuming we all we all work normal jobs. I'm sure we would move for four times the money if we all played for Celtic. I think we'd think quite differently about it. Um, if I played for I, some, you know, some random team that never. I didn't care. I've been lucky enough or unfortunate enough to talk to s some footballers, and they see it as a job. They do see it as a job. And their their considerations are completely different from the considerations that we see as a fan. I mean, I I, I saw I saw so I, I spoke to a Celtic player who was Celtic captain, and he went like that. He says, "Aye, it's great for my family. I come from a Celtic family." He says, "It's brilliant." He says, "But I've got to do what's best for me. And if that means move, it means move." And it was just a different mindset. It's a mindset that I didn't really... I know a guy, another guy who's playing for a Scottish Premier League team as well. And he says that when he, when he came back up, it was all about who was going to give him the money. It, mm. it wasn't that he wanted... He had a chance to move to his boy, boyhood club or his family's boyhood club, and he didn't. A difference is we're, we're emotionally invested in your team, Mikev. We are... We, we have not got the financial thing to be investing in your team. It's all emotion for us, and the thought of playing for Celtic for us is the ultimate, the ultimate thing. Uh, whereas for some of these players, I was watching Callum McGregor's interview this morning. It was put out on the Celtic TV channel, um, and he even he was saying he came back for injury. He he didn't call it coming back to train. He called it when I come back to my work. So that that just shows you even the Celtic captain regards it as work. So um, I, it's a total different mindset for the players compared to the fan. As a different mindset, I think the only one that was maybe slightly different has been Tierney, who would 
say who would, who would go to Celtic games and that. But what you've got to remember is these young lads didn't really go to games because they're off playing football. They're too good. So they're playing football on a Saturday and all of that. And they haven't got that emotional attachment. They're not getting up at half past five to go to Dingwall. Because if they go up <laughs> when they were 15 at half past five to go to Dingwall, they're not going to make it as a first team football player. That's it. That's someone there. How many, how many players do you know? How many, how many players, how many guys and tunes and cities up and down the land? Like, you should have been a player, but then you got into the drink and got into the football and the woman and all of that, and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't sort of, didn't sort of hurt me. Well, I mean, you, 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 where you fall in this, you know, depends, I think, as well on the time period that you played in, uh, because the money on offer wasn't uh, until you know relatively recently, historically, wasn't ridiculous. It was pretty much the same as uh, you were getting. Plus, the advent of agents has made a huge difference. I think back to um, uh, uh, my old man, I, I mean, you know, he was scoring freeway and he wasn't getting played uh, and he didn't appreciate that. Um, and Juventus were snuffing round. Um, uh, and he actually met Big Jock before Big Jock came back. It's a well-documented story. Um and Big Jock told him to stay put. And he, he said, you know, why? Why are you saying that? And he said, just stay put for the moment. Uh, and from that, he gathered Jock would be back, and he was back within a, you know, a very short time thereafter. But if you if you were to take that story to the modern day, you know, and there was an agent involved in that conversation, you know, and the event is not involved and all the rest of it, and, you know, he'd be in your ear going, oh, that would be a great move, that would be a great move. You know, uh, like so, Yakamakis' agent. Yeah, oh, I, I, I'll, I'll get you a fantastic move, Yako. I'll get you a fantastic uh, move. Uh, uh, top, way, top five I, leagues in Europe. Top five <laughs> leagues in Europe. By the way, he's uh, Japanese. <laughs> that's it. He has done an appalling job. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's his agent that pretty much created that whole situation. Um, and I think. Um, if I was uh, Jackie Marcus, I know he just took that boy on. Uh, I, I would be getting shot of him quite smart because you know if that really was your only options at the end, um, you know Atlanta, fair enough. Uh, you know I don't know anything about them. Um, especially when that, especially when that guy, especially when that guy moved for Spurs to Atletico Madrid, was it Dory? Uh, aye, uh, uh, aye, that's right. Yeah, and I noticed that. Uh, What's his face? <coughs> Ollie Buck's agent managed to get him another club as well. That man has earned his money <laughs> getting Ollie Buck on the, right. all, all these all these clubs, man. That's yeah. No, it's not. I mean, it's look. I mean, Jack Marcus. I think that's that, that's. I think he'll regret that. Uh, and because I, I don't think, I don't believe Atlanta can play him significantly more than we're paying him. You know, so I, I think he knocked back fifteen grand a week from us so supposedly that's just a rumour though but you know how much can they possibly be paying them more than that you know a couple of grand you know and for what you know you're going to go there and you just fade away I mean that's essentially yeah um, it's I'm sure it doesn't seem that way if you're in the MLS but you know for the rest of world football the MLS is is pretty much a wine spot what's strange as well What's strange as well, I think the MLS season's finished. I don't think it's up again until a wee while. 
Uh, we'll have a chance for a window only open, so in a couple of days. So they're not open last night, actually. Aye. Yeah. Maybe that's where he was flying to last night. Yeah. Old Paddy. Paddy Laverty in the comments saying you're getting annoyed at me calling you old Paddy. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I did before they were kicked off the show, right enough. I took a fence. <laughs> <to the end. laughs> uh, what's your team for the night? I tweeted at my team today. Um, oh, well seen, I have the notice there. Aye, and um, the only <laughs> the research thing... is brilliant when I come on this podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what my team is. I've got um, the midfield a bit different. Um, we seem to be kind of rotating Moy for Hatati and or O'Reilly um, in the last few weeks. So I've got for my midfield is Hatati and O'Reilly tonight. Obviously, McGregor's there. Back four's no change for, for Sunday. Um, and my front three uh, has changed. I've got Abada in with Jota and Kyogo. That's who I think is going to start tonight. Young Patrick, any disagreements there? Um, I can't. No, not really, actually. I, I agree with the, the, the point about Moy and O'Reilly. Um, I, can, I can see Abada starting as well and him sticking with uh, Jota and Kyogo, um, no, that I'd go with that team. I think. Yeah, I would say that um, I, I think he'll play Moy uh, just because Livingston can be very difficult. Uh, we need someone to pick him apart, and he just he's not in the habit of dropping people that are playing well. Uh, in terms of up front, I think there's a there's a chance he'll bring. Uh, I mean, Maeda was basically rested. He was not. He wasn't dropped. So, you know, I think he'll bring Maeda back. It could be Maeda, Kyogo, Jota um, on, on the front three. Uh, I'll be interested to see because it could be, it's going to be, uh, you know, at least the first half will be challenging enough. You'd expect tonight uh, Livingston are, uh, are quite effective at doing the, playing the way they play. I mean, I, I think uh, Yota was brilliant at the weekend. That's his best He's performance passed. since we've since we've came since we've came back, and it would be difficult. It would be hard on him if he actually was rotated. I, I feel, uh, but I can actually see Maeda coming back in uh, because we have got a tough game going to McDermott Park on, on Sunday as well. Eh? So that will factor into the management's thinking, and also as well. As if we've no learned on it, we can't guess what Ange Postacoglu is going to do because he just takes yeah. the mic out of us yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we actually do these predictions and he comes out with something completely completely different. Lads, that's has been an hour and one minute. Uh, please hit like and subscribe. There was over there's over 700 watching at this precise moment in time. So please hit the like button. Surprise uh, and and surprise and subscribe. Where did we get that? For? Anyway, <laughs> uh, we've got a couple of nights at Gracie's coming up. I noticed there's a card in the comments of who's going to get thrown out this time. Uh, what commenters are going to get thrown out this time? So <laughs> if he's want to get involved in that, get involved. But hopefully I'll make the next one. Couldn't he make the, the first one? But hopefully I'll make the next one and you can yeah, come in. The one with Danny McGrain. I want the fall tip. Is that no? The next one's with Tom Boy, Dave. The there's still, I think, there's seventeen tickets left for the Danny McGrain one, and the Tom Boyd one set, sell, sold out. Eh? So yeah. I might see is that the the Tom Boyd one. Let, let, let's we'll see. Eh? 
Right, lads, brilliant. Remember, just didn't be bams to each other and the team will be back with the pre-game later on. See you later. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas visit cox.com internet for details as the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.